Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you. Covenant keeper with those who love and obey you. Oh Lord, your judgments are right. You confirm and establish those you have called. Oh Lord, thy faithfulness reaches to the sky. Master of the universe, you are faithful. Oh Lord, thy faithfulness reaches to the sky. Master of the universe, you are faithful. confidence and future is in your faithfulness even when we go astray you show us your faithfulness master of the universe you are faithful all our justice and righteousness are in you Oh Lord, even your judgments are right You confirm and establish those you have called Oh Lord, oh Lord Thy faithfulness reaches to the
Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
Mighty God, you are worthy. Tonight, Lord, we come together once more to honor you, to give you praise. Tonight, Lord, we bring a gift to you. We bring ourselves to you tonight, Lord. As the present unto you, we surrender our lives. As the present unto you, we surrender our soul. We surrender our heart. This is our present to you, mighty God. Holy Spirit, we welcome you because without you, we cannot do anything. So every day we understand a little bit better that you are what we need to accomplish God's destiny. There is no other way. We give you praise for giving us another week. We give you praise for giving us health and wholeness. We give you praise for provision. We give you praise for speaking to us, for guiding us. We give you praise. Lord, we cannot do anything without you. Thank you for sending your son to die in the cross for us. We give you praise. Tonight, Lord, there's so many things that you want me to share. But I want you to share what is for this time. I am just an instrument, Lord. I sanctify my mouth. I sanctify my ears. I sanctify my heart. Don't let any word come out of my mouth that it is not pleasing unto you. This will be a new beginning 
a year of blessings, a year of transition, a year of peace in the midst of turmoil, a year of reconciliation, a year of restoration, a year where the blessings are coming to those that has been faithful to you, Lord. We thank you. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for being our savior, our provider, our God. Thank you for choosing us before the foundation of the world. Thank you for the angels that you send every to protect us and guide us. Thank you for your word, because it is life. Thank you for that still voice, for allowing us to hear your voice. Father, we thank you for America. because we know that you have not finished with America. Yes, difficult times are coming, but for those that have been willing and obedient, they shall eat of the good of the land. Lord, it is not about church anymore. It is about the relationship that we have with you. And tonight, as we present to you our bodies as a living sacrifice, Lord, we have not forgotten that you said Take the cross and follow me. And every day, we must take that cross. We must die to self. We must die to the flesh. We must die to those desires that we have. And we should say always, here we are, Lord, send me. You are so merciful. We have taken our time doing what we want. And because of your mercy and grace, we're still alive. But tonight, Lord, I pray for everyone that is listening and for those that will be listening at a later date. Because the same anointing and power of God that is in this podcast, it will be and will stay. Lord, I pray for everyone. 
I don't know the condition of their heart. But you do. I don't know what they're going through, but you do. And even if I knew, there is absolutely nothing I can do. Because we depend on you fully. And we together ask you tonight, to those that are going through a difficult time, Lord, that you will give them peace. To those that are sick, I declare that by the power of God and through the power of the Holy Spirit, they will be made whole. Lord, for those that are in turmoil in their homes, we declare peace. For those that are lacking, whatever area in their lives that is a lack, we declare that provision and blessings will come from heaven like a shower in a rainy day. powerful God. We can only declare what you said in your word, but it is up to you always to make your word come alive. And tonight is one of those days that your word has come alive again and again and again. Allow us to see, Lord, Allow us to prepare because you're calling your body to prepare and many people are asleep. The only reason that you haven't come yet is because you don't want anyone to perish. But for all of us to have everlasting life, to see that you feed for all eternity. Lord, I declare and decree that anyone that is listening, they shall have no lack in Jesus' name. If you're coming in or, or, or you're coming in a little bit confused, maybe you have been waiting on God for a miracle. And tonight, God's telling you that your miracle has come. He says, not the way that you think, but the way that it is perfect in my eyes, says the Lord. Father, let the blood of Jesus cover all of us. Lord, we know that you reign. You reign from heaven above. You reign and you will always reign. 
open our eyes, open our ears, and prepare our hearts for all the things that are happening and the things we need to see, Lord, and to hear. That we are not seeing and we're not hearing. It's like, for some reason, there is no sound any longer, even though you're still speaking. We can hear. Many people can hear, Lord, because they're not prepared. We don't know who's going to be next. And we continue to live like the world. Feasting in sin. Satisfying the soul. Forgetting who we are. Forgetting Who is our God? Mercy. Mercy. Prepare our hearts tonight, Lord. It is so important what you have given me. I know that the most important step after we're born again, it is to fulfill that assignment, our destiny your plan and purpose for us. But Lord, the majority of people don't even know that you they have an assignment to fulfill. Lord, um, I open myself to you and I rededicate my life to you. Because there is sadness in you. Because the people don't know that they must complete that assignment. Many of us, we never knew that we had an assignment. But Lord, you can use me to speak about it until my last day on this earth because I know it is in your heart and we need to be in a hurry Holy Spirit stay with us minister to us We welcome you because the only reason that we can do the work that you have called us to, to do is through the power of the Holy Spirit. There is no other way. Bless everyone, Lord, that is listening. And again, those that will be listening later on. 
open their eyes, open their ears, let them see. Let them see. In Jesus' name, Lord. We pray a wall of fire and hedge of protection around us. We listen and as we're ready to obey. No matter what, we will obey you. In Jesus' name, Lord, everyone is blessed, everyone is healed, and everyone. is awake to listen to speak to us to you and to you only will be the glory in Jesus mighty name thank you for joining us tonight I have a uh, a message from the Lord that's beside the topic of destiny. Um, I think it was next, the last Saturday, the Lord was talking to me. And uh, he was telling me that the voice of the prophet It's not going to sound anymore on this earth. And I was, even though I knew that something like that was in the Bible, so I just continued to talk and I just felt so sad because I thought about myself. That... project that he has given for me to do. And I was saying, Lord, but how can I do the project if I'm not going to hear your voice? And we're going to talk about a little bit to, tonight because this is very important. And then we're going to go to uh, the destiny topic. But this is what he said. Um, he showed me, he says, go to Amos 8. And I went. And I'm going to read it to you. And this is very scary. But I just want you to know that this is what God wants us to know tonight. And he says, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread, nor thirst for water, but of hearing the word of the Lord. Now, 
I understood that he's saying that the prophets no longer are going to be guiding us because now we look forward to hear what the prophet is saying on behalf of our mighty God. But soon now they're saying you need to do this, you need to do that, even though I believe in my heart that the majority of the people listen just to listen because they want to know. There are a few that listen to the prophet because they want to follow the instructions from God. Others, they just want to know and do nothing. So, As I was listening to that, I was really sad and I wasn't sure why he was telling me this. So then um, verse 12 of Amos 8, the first one was verse 11. It says, and I want you to hear this. They shall wander from sea to sea and from north to east. They shall run to and fro, seeking the word of the Lord, but shall not find it. This was very, I, I was really sad. And I had tears in my eyes because since I knew the prophetic in 1992 and sitting under a prophet for 10 years being mentor, I know how important listening to what God wants me to do. It is the most important part of my life because I don't want to make mistakes because I knew in 1992 that God has a plan and a purpose that I must fulfill while I'm on this earth. So it was my job to make sure that I will not lose my destiny. So since 1992, when I for the first time I had a spiritual father that mentored me for 10 years in the prophetic. I just went back and I realized how important it is for you to hear what God is saying. Not only what he said in the past, but what God is saying for us today. Let me read out of Ezekiel 7.26. And it says, Disaster will come upon disaster, and rumor will be upon rumor. 
then they will seek a vision from a prophet. But the law will perish from the priest and counsel from the elders. It does not matter what we do to find out what God is doing. No one, not the elders, no one is going to be speaking on behalf of the Lord. Psalm 74, 9 says, we don't see our signs. There is no longer any prophet, nor is there any among us who knows how long. Just think about it. Just think about it. Lord, how long? How long? Ezekiel 7.26 is the one that I just read where they go to the elders. Everyone is looking for information and there will be any. Proverbs 128 says, they will call on me and I will not answer. They will seek me, but they will not find me. Can you imagine You going into your room and you can you can you can even pray. Because you know that really to me is the Holy Spirit. He's not speaking anymore. Hosea 5 6 says, they will seek the Lord and they will not find him because he has withdrawn himself from them. They will seek the Lord and they will not find him because he has withdrawn himself from them. I hope that you take this down, this information, and go and meditate. Because we really need to understand. I remember a well-known preacher used to say every day, Lord, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Because without the Holy Spirit, people will not be saved because everything comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. I really want you to think about it, to meditate, 
because this is what God is saying to you and me. It was very, very, very hard as I was meditating on this. Because there won't be nothing on this earth. My question to the Lord, and I know the answer, was, Lord, have we have not honored the real prophets? Why is this going to happen? And I understand that there are many people out there that are saying God said and God didn't say. But they are the real men of God and prophet of God that are warning us. And we're not listening. One of the things that we need to think about it is, Lord, your prayer, my prayer every day is, Lord, what do I need to do to prepare for what is ahead? But I know that even if God will tell you, you will not listen because you, your mind is so full of the things of this earth that you will not pay attention to what he's saying. I know that. I know that because it is easy for anybody to start postponing what God's plan and purpose is. You think God is going to wait for you for the rest of your life. There are people that say, when I retire, I will serve God. That's my, my plan. I heard that so many times. When I move here or I move there. In other words, we're so disrespectful that we think God needs to wait for us. Until we're ready until my children get married, until I retire, until I build the house of my dreams. This is a reality. What I'm saying to you, this is a reality. We think so much about how are we going to pay our bills and how are we going to eat that we forget that God is the one that's supposed to supply all our needs. I need to tell you, God is not happy. God, it is not happy.
Let me t talk to you a little bit about, and these are things that I, you know, talk with God. And I was just talking to God and I was looking at the year 2023. And I don't know why, you see, these are things that the Holy Spirit in you allows you to see. It's not that I was looking for that because I'm never a person that is into any of this. But I was looking at 2023 and all of a sudden I started adding two, two plus two plus three. And I said, oh my, that is number seven. So I look for the meaning, which we all know, the meaning of seven, which is completion and spiritual perfection. The number 23 is death and resurrection. So our job is to start praying that any power that needs to die in order for you to fulfill your destiny shall die in the name of Jesus. Because we're gonna go through a process of death And I believe, like the prophets have spoken, that there's so many people that are going to be dying one after another. And you have seen it already. But also death to the flesh, death to our desires. And I believe that everyone that allow death to take place in their lives, they're going to have a resurrection. That you will fulfill your destiny. But if you don't allow death, dying to self, dying to the emotions, dying to your desires, and dying to your family, dying to whatever God has asked you, So our prayer is that any power that needs to die so we can fulfill our destiny shall die in the name of Jesus. And anything inside of us that need to resurrect in order for you to fulfill your destiny will resurrect in the name of Jesus. I have other things that I wanted to share, but uh, I need to do what I believe is the most important part, which is talk to you about destiny. And you know that we have been talking about destiny. What is destiny? Uh, 
It is God's plan and purpose for, for your life. God created you before the foundation of the world. And when he sent you to this earth, he sent you because there is an assignment. There is a job. It is not about getting married. It's not about being a lawyer. It's not about being a doctor. It's not about that. It's not God's plan for you. There is a plan, a specific plan that God has for you that you must fulfill. Everyone. Okay. We talk about the importance of you honoring a divine connection. Okay. God, you, you don't need 20 connections in life. You only need one connection, a divine connection. And I'm here sitting today and I have to say that I only had one connection in my life. And out of that connection, other connections came, but it was because of my first connection. I, I, I am who I am today because of the grace of God. I am doing ministry because of the grace of God. But also I have to give honor to whom honor is due. I had a father that guided me. A man of God that I admire until this day, that I respect, that I can say he's a man of his word. And I will not be where I am today. It was not because of the sacrifices that he made to obey God's destiny. God's plan and purpose in his life. If he did not obey God's plan and purpose for him, I will not be sitting today. And I want you to think about it. When we talk about destiny, which is what is destiny, it is God's plan and purpose, God's assignment for you while you are on this earth. Can you imagine if Jesus did not fulfill his destiny? Think about it. We will not be here today. If Jesus did not fulfill his destiny, we will not be saved today. When God created you and me, he had in mind success. He had in mind success for you and me. He said that he didn't want you to be the head and not the tail. He wants you to be the head and not the tail. At the top always and never at the bottom. In Matthew 5, 16, he said that he desires that we shine as stars and bring glory to our Father through our lives. My question is, are you bringing glory to Father God through your life? Are you shining like a star? 
for God, not for you. Because I know there are many people that shine for themselves. So when God created you and me, he wanted you to be a success. Are we? One thing that you need to know that in this world is all about connections. Divine connections. Even in the Bible, Eli had somebody helping him. Samuel spent time assisting Eli. Samuel, Eli was Samuel's divine collection, divine connection. Eli was Samuel's divine connection. He was the bridge to his destiny. One thing that I noticed and, and in the years that I've been uh, saved many years, uh, that people don't respect and don't understand divine connections. Do you think that because you have a mother or a father, spiritual mother or father, that divine connection that there are not going to be problems? There are going to be disagreements? But you know what? It does not matter. Because disagreements are not dangerous. Disagreements are not dangerous. Disagreements can refine our belief. But the problem is when you dishonor your divine connection is a lethal to your destiny. Is lethal to your destiny. I will not be here today. It was not because of my divine connection. And out of that divine connection, there were many connections. I remember attending a church and I saw many things that that I had a problem with. And one day, because it hurt me, it hurt me because, not because it has anything to do with me, but it hurt me that there was some stuff going on that I know it hurt God. So one day I asked the Lord, Lord, why? 
I was in that, uh, being part of that church for 12 years. So I said, Lord, why? Why is this happening? And he said to me, at that time, I didn't know what he was saying, but he said to me, you're here to learn from this man of God mistake. And I learned from his mistakes. So your job when you have a mentor is to learn from his or her mistakes. Without complaining, I never told anyone how I felt. I only talked to God. The best way, remember this, the best way to learn is not from your mistakes, but the mistakes of others. That's the reason that God will connect you to a divine connection, to learn from their mistakes. But it is important that as you learn from their mistakes, you don't murmur or complain. But you understand that that is your job to learn, not to complain. If you expose the nakedness of your spiritual mother or father, you'll be in a lot of trouble. Remember Ham who exposed his dad's nakedness instead of covering it. I am not saying that if there is sin in that place, in that church, or coming from your spiritual father or spiritual mother, that you're going to stay there. First Peter 2, 17 says, honor everyone. Your destiny is through that person. So I was asking, even through my years, I was asking the Lord, so what about if I don't accept or I don't realize that that is my spiritual connection to take me into my destiny? What's going to happen to me? I don't have to say what's going to happen to us. Let's look at the story of Elisha and Elijah.
when Elijah was taken, Elijah got the double portion. What Jesus did as he got the double portion, he was confirming that honor because Elijah honor Elijah. So his inheritance was the double portion. The Bible says that the one who receives a prophet, because he's a prophet, will receive a prophet's reward. And the one who receives a righteous person, because he's a righteous person, will receive a righteous person. Reward, Matthew 10, 41. The prophet and the righteous person's reward involves receiving what they carry. I'm going to say that again. The reward for you receiving a righteous person and a prophet, it is that what they carry Inside, they will pass it on, on to you. When you honor, God is watching. And sooner or later, you will receive your reward. Jesus is our salvation. How do we access what is inside of Jesus? And we're talking about salvation. By honoring Jesus as our Savior and Lord, then, because we honor him, we respect him as our Savior and Lord. That brings us access to Jesus. When we dishonor a person, the Bible says that that God, whoever that person was, was struck with a curse. When we talk about promotion, there's people that they just come in, they're new and they tell you, God sent me here because uh, you need to be my mentor or I have heard so many stories and in my own life and people. When I went to visit for the first time the church that God has connected, my divine connection, when I went to that church, I didn't go to him and say, no, 
First of all, I didn't know what the prophetic was at that time. I just sat there. And it was God, the one that spoke through the men of God, telling me, your deliverance lay within this place. You don't need to go anywhere and tell anybody anything. Because when God connects you, God is going to tell the man of God or the woman of God, I'm sending someone. Even if God didn't say anything, when you see that person, you know something is different. I'll tell a story. One of my spiritual daughters, when I met her the first time, 22 years ago, I knew she was my daughter. And I didn't meet her in the church. I met her in the place I worked. And I knew, and I told her, and I felt at that time that is the daughter that I never had. That is not normal. But we need to prepare in this season to operate in things, under things that are not normal. When we talk about Naomi and Ruth, what a, what that connection is something beyond. But it was a third person, Orpa. And what happened? She said, oh, no, 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 I'm leaving. I'm going to do my own life. But Naomi and Ruth, they stayed together. When Orpa said goodbye to Naomi with a kiss, that's when her future was destroyed. Orpa, Orpha, kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth, she said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying. And then, because of her faithfulness and his respect and honor, she fulfilled her destiny. And it seems that, oh, that's nothing. I mean, they, they didn't have no food. They didn't have this, that, and the other. But look what happened to them. How many times God will tell us to let go of things and we continue to hold on 
How many times God tells you to let go of a ministry? And we're still holding on. How many times God tells uh, ministers, you see, the way that I see a ministry is going from glory to glory. And when a ministry is always the same thing over and over and over again, something is not right. And when God tells you, I want you to teach about this. And then my excuse might be, well, they're not ready. Or we find an excuse for to continue doing the same thing. In this ministry, the people that have been around me, they know. We are from glory to glory. We never do things for a long period of time. Because I hear God and God says, I want you to do this. I want you to teach this. And we need to do what God and the Holy Spirit is leading us into. Faithfulness, pay you back. Remember that, remember always about Ruth and Naomi. Sometimes when you are ministering to uh, two, three people, remember what the word of God says. Do not despise small beginnings. Faithfulness is the route to fulfilling destiny. But one thing you need to know, and this is, there are so many flaky people we call them butterflies. They're looking, they're always look going from church to church and looking for a better church or the perfect church, which it does not exist. They come to you with the stories. God told me I was praying or I was fasting and God told me this is where I need to be. When someone tells me that story, I know it's not going to last. Because that is coming out of emotions. I don't remember, I don't know if Lydia remembers this. And if she remember and she uh, wants to be part of it, it's fine. Um, I remember one time, but I don't remember why God told me this. Maybe Lydia remembers. Uh, one day, I do not remember exactly how this came about, but God told me, how can anybody drinks out of two fountains? I don't remember if it was about two, you having to, uh, I, I honestly don't remember, but I don't know if it was about having two mentors or, or 
spiritual father. I don't know. But God showed me how can you drink out of two fountains? And it was related to someone that it was coming to the ministry. We need to be totally dependent on God. Paul successfully lived out his destiny. He declared at the end of his life that he finished the race that God has set for him, 2 Timothy 4, 7. But it was before Paul was ever born that God destined for him to be an apostle to the Gentiles. I want you to process that. Paul was Apostle Paul. Before he was born, like you and me, God has already destined us for that assignment. How do you feel when our priority is everything else but our assignment? Paul said, but when he, Galatians 1.15, but when he who had set me apart before I was born and who called me by his grace, yet it was faithfulness that breached Paul into his foreordained destiny. And he writes, I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has enabled me for that he counted me faithful, putting me into ministry. It is an honor that God has put me into ministry. Something I never thought about it in my life. Because he was honored Apostle Paul was honored. That the Lord called him into the ministry. I want you to really pay attention to this. I have thought about this many, many times. The Bible says that many are called, but few are commissioned, very few. One thing I need you to remember, it is that God will not gonna commission you if you are out of place. We talk about it last week, how important it is for you to be planted 
It's not about attending a church. It's planted where God has ordained for you to be planted. But the biggest problem that we have is that anything that it is not normal for the world, we have a problem. And I mention because this ministry always meets on Fridays because God called me to meet on Fridays. People will come and say, this is the place that I want to be, but I have to be in church on Sundays. In other words, they will come to the ministry on Friday and they will go to their own church, what I say, the one that they have chosen on Sunday. One day I, I, I was talking to God and God said to me, do you know that this, what I have asked you to do, that this ministry meets on Friday the, after 6 p.m. is helping you because butterflies, a butterfly, we call a person that is from church to church, people that are unstable, they will not come because the tradition is to be in church Sunday. It's okay that I come here and they will tell me, I have never heard the things that you teach. And I've been in church for 20 years. One of these persons said to me that the only reason that she goes to the children's church and take care of the children is because she's been listening to the same thing for 20 years. And the church is, has many, many members. Thousands of members. But she herself has been going to that church for 20 years. And the first time that she came to take classes at the university, the first day she testified that she has learned in those six hours what she has never learned being 20 years in her church. But I have to go to church on Sundays. It's, it's sad because I knew that a person like that will never fulfill their destiny. Never. unstable, and we call a person like that a butterfly. And it is sad 
because they are looking for the perfect church that does not exist. They don't realize that they themselves are not perfect. Many people, and I, I'm, I, I can testify about that, okay? Many have been given great callings. To me, that is really sad. Because you see, for whatever reason, God shows me if you have a great call or if you're not. I feel it. And it breaks my heart when people start doing things that they shouldn't be doing. And what are those things? Like I said, drinking water from two faucets. Just because we meet on Fridays and I need to be in church on Sunday because the, the good church is the one that meets on Sunday. And I have seen this, you don't have no idea how many times. I can say to you hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. And today, where are they? I can think immediately about some people in the state where I was before. Eventually, they left their church and they want to do their own thing. And I'm not talking about one person. I'm talking about seven or eight or even 10 people. And it really breaks my heart because they choose, they choose a Sunday church because that's the way it's supposed to be. To me, a person like that really does not know God. Because it's okay that you don't understand because of the tradition and religion. from the Catholic Church, but at least you stay put and pray and see God. So many, many people have given great callings. Can I just say today before the Almighty God and his listening, listening that hundreds and hundreds of people that have passed through this ministry And just because we didn't meet on Sundays, they have lost their calling. So many have been giving great callings, but not many are faithful enough to be commissioned by God to enter into their callings. Many are called, but few are commissioned. And always remember, 
your mentor, your spiritual father, your spiritual mother is there to equip and prepare you. Because being a prophet, God will speak to my heart and will guide me in the way that I need to prepare and equip you. Because I really don't know. So I have to hear from God. King David was called to be king as a little boy. You know the story. But it was only after years of training and serving under King Saul that he was commissioned to be king. Think about that. Many are called and anointed, but few are commissioned and appointed. Those who are God commissioned and God appointed will always have a lot more fruit than those who are self-commissioned and self-appointed. There are thousands of churches of men and women of God that are self-appointed. I remember a man of God that said, uh, he called and spoke to somebody else and uh, he said that he wanted to uh, move away from the job that he had because I think that the best thing for him to do it was to become a pastor. I remember that so clear. He never said, God told me to do it. My mentor advised me to do this. No, he just said he doesn't want to do his job anymore. And uh, looking around, he's considering to become a pastor. Many are called and anointed. And the problem is that very few are commissioned and appointed. Unless they appoint themselves. We are all called to greatness. All of us are anointed in one way or another. What we need to do is faithfully serve where God has assigned you and me. There is no other way for you to be released into your destiny. Many are called, but few are faithful and humble enough to be commissioned. There's, there are greatness inside of us, inside of you, inside of me. And God wants to use that, that greatness because the greatness comes from him. 
the only way for you to fulfill your destiny. And this is a, a, a topic that I, I preach since I, since I started the ministry in 1992. And it is the only way for you to fulfill your destiny is by serving. Jesus came to serve. And he expects all of us to serve. There are two things that you cannot, you cannot get away from it. Is you need to be faithful and you need to be a servant. Because your destiny is great. But greatness is only achieved through servanthood. Jesus said in Matthew 23, 11, the greatest among you shall be your servant. To walk in our destiny, you need to be appointed or promoted by God. Promotion comes only from God. So you don't have to be nice to people or buy gift or try to uh, bring yourself into something that God has not appointed you to. Because promotion, it doesn't matter how much to do for your father or your spiritual mother. It does not matter. Because promotion comes only from God. Woe unto him that takes a position that it was not given by God. I'll give you an example. If God has called you to be in the deliverance ministry, he will back you up. But if you, because you want to, and because you feel bad for the people, or because you love the people, you go into the deliverance ministry or any other ministry, you are alone on that journey. There is demons that are assigned to every ministry. And if you do not have God's approval, those demons are going to destroy you and your family. A person of servanthood, a person that has a servant's heart. And a person that is faithful to the ministry. When you don't see anything happening, you're still faithful. And you love to serve in that ministry. Then God, God, not the person uh, the mentor or, or the father or the mother. No, God will promote you. In the kingdom of God, everything is, the promotion comes from God. 
Maybe God has given you big dreams. You will remain frustrated unless you become a servant from the heart. You will never be promoted because destiny can only be achieved by kingdom's principles. And it is that you need to be faithful servant. Faithfulness and servanthood are not just acts that comes because you're nice. But servanthood, it is an inner attitude. And it requires, because God knows, the right motive and pure love. Some people, they want to serve because they want to get, and these are things that I have seen. They serve because they want to have a good seat in the church. When I went to that church in that uh, place, I have to tell you that one of the things that happened is that everybody was fighting for the seats. And uh, me coming from a state where you don't see miracles and I was, I was, I was amazed. And my question was, why are they running and why they will step over other people? And, and then you will go and they, you will hear those that work in the church. They said, oh, no, no, I work here because I want to have good seats for me and my friends. This is real. So God must have mercy on us. And I'm going to close with, and we talk about it, you don't pick your church. There is a certain place that God is going to send you because that's where he wants to speak to you and mold you to you for your destiny. It doesn't matter if you go to another place, it's not going to happen because you are out of place. And thank you, Holy Spirit. I remember one day I was uh, worshiping and uh, before the service, and the Lord spoke to me. And uh, he, this, this has been always, always, always something in my heart concerning destiny. That was many, many years ago. So we were worshiping. And the Lord spoke to me and he said that, he said, my church is out of place. At the beginning, I didn't know. I was so drunk. As we were worshiping, I was really, really drunk in the spirit. So I was like listening to all of this, but it was like from far away. And I was the one that I was going to preach. And uh, I'm just worshiping the Lord and uh, the glory of God was on that place. And he said, my, uh, the body of Christ is out of place. 
And I said, I didn't know what he was trying to say. And he said to me, remember when you were a little girl that you broke an arm? Yes, I remember. And I remember immediately the pain. And he says, that's how I feel the pain of the people that are out of place. They go to a church without me sending them. Maybe because it's the closest one. Maybe because they like the pastor. Maybe because they want to do good deeds. And God says, so my body is in pain because people are out of place. I will never forget that because I felt the pain in my arm the same way that I felt it many, 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 many years ago. And that's how God is suffering because we are out of place. We will never fulfill our destiny. God knows who's best for you. Some Christians have been saved for many years, but because they refused to go to their God-ordained meeting place, they never fulfilled their destiny. They go there because they want a good, good deed, do good deeds. The pastor is nice. Is the closest church. Let me tell you, and I'm going to be honest. I never asked God, uh, Lord, now that I, that I know that I have a destiny, where is the church that I need to go? Because nobody said that. But in the grace and mercy of God, he told me, you, you need to leave this church after 10 years. And I thought that was crazy because the, they, they said that if I leave the church, I will go to hell. But I knew that there was a voice talking louder than what they were saying. And I went to the pastor and I spoke to the pastor. I brought a, a gift and I said, I feel God is leading me into another place. And they said, uh, that is a cult because it was a Pentecostal church. And I said, if I am wrong, I will be back and ask you to, for, to forgive me. But for now, that's where I need to be. Well, I never went back because that's where God was placing me. Are you placed correctly? Are you under the anointing of God in that place that God has for you? Are you ready to say to the Lord, Lord, I never knew, but please plant me in the place. In the place where I'm going to grow and I am going to fulfill my destiny. Father, you're the only one that have the answer. Some will hear and know, but they, they will not move and do what they need to do just because that is the church where my family attended, or this is what I feel good, or this is the one that meets on Sundays. Whatever the excuse is, you are greater than any excuse.
And I pray that those that they mean business with you, Father God, that you will open their eyes and that they will yield their lives to you, Lord. Because now they are living in rebellion. We don't go where we want to go. We go where you sent us. And because of that today, Father, I pray to have mercy the same way that you had mercy on me. We don't go to a church because it's the closest. We don't go because they like the pastor. We need to say, Lord, your word says that you were the one that planted me. Here I am. Plant me, Lord. Father, you are a good God. You are mighty. You are powerful. And we trust you that you will take us to the place where we belong. Because only you, only you knows where that place is. To you be the glory, Lord. We yield our lives to you. We ask you to forgive us, Lord, for things that we have done that we don't even remember, but also for those things that we did knowing that we shouldn't do. And Father, I pray for everyone that is listening. In Jesus' mighty name, this is the year, Father God, that we cannot take chances. Like all you prophets are saying, don't take chances this year. Obey God. Remember that that person, when you're in hell, that person is not going to be there. Just do whatever God tells you to do. You just do it. And Father, you are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, and we thank you. I have uh, a couple of uh, declarations, and uh, I will send it to you. But uh, to finish tonight, I think that uh, one of the declarations that we can uh, say it together, it says, Lord, let me be rooted and grounded in love in the name of Jesus. Lord, let me rooted and grounded in love in the name of Jesus. Lord, let me be filled with all wisdom and a spiritual understanding. We need a spiritual understanding. We need discernment to be able to uh, be connected properly. Lord, let me be fruitful in every good work in the name of Jesus. I claim angelic assistance and protection in my destiny in the name of Jesus. Let my body, my soul, 
and spirit be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let Christ dwell in my heart by faith. In the name of Jesus, God of peace, sanctify me holy. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord, we love you. We adore you. Establish us in every good work. In the name of Jesus. We declare and decree that every satanic agenda that is against my destiny die in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you again. We are blessed. We are highly favored, Lord. We continue to move on. And Father, until we meet again in a week, I pray, Lord, that this week will be a week of open eyes, open ears, Father God, a sensitive heart to the things that are going on in this world, Father God, that they will be, they will know, they will know without a doubt whenever they have to move to the right or to the left, they will be ready to move with you, Father. To you be the glory, and to you, Father, we give you all the praise. Thank you for tonight. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. Thank you, Father God, and thank you, Jesus, for the anointing. Lord, we adore you. We need you. We cannot live without you. And as people go to do their own things, Father God, let these words that we have spoken tonight be in their memories that every time they need to take a step, they will remember that they were created to complete an assignment on this in this world. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you until next Friday. Remember, you're going to have an awesome week. 2023 is death and resurrection so we're going to all go through a process of death that we need to go through and then by the grace of god we're going to be resurrected into all good things in jesus name be blessed
come as a thief without warning and the Lord shall be king
Son of God is coming